Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You, you remember Baghdad, Bob? Remember Baghdad, Bob? For those uh, of you younger folks out there who don't know who Baghdad Bob was, he was an Iraqi propaganda minister. And as the United States was decimating the Iraqi army, he would get up in front of the television and say, there are no tanks in Iraq. We are, we are driving the U.S. infidels out of Iraq as we speak. Meanwhile, behind him, the Iraqi palace was falling. Why do I bring that up today? You're going to have to stay tuned. But let me just say it's tied to our media who amazingly blew it again, again, on a major story. Today's show brought to you ExpressVPN. Why don't you have a VPN yet? Secure your online data and activity today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. Going to get to that. Show you again how our propaganda ministers, we have an army of Baghdad bobs right now in the media, have entirely blown it. And then I've got another story. Ron DeSantis strikes again, strikes again. This isn't like the third strike. It's like the seventh or eighth strike. And I don't mean it in a bad way, like strike out. All right. Today's show brought to you by Tommy John. You're still not counting on mom to buy you your underwear anymore, are you? I hope not. In honor of Mother's Day, get yourself a fresh pair from Tommy John. Let me see. Got mine on right now. Yes, of course. Not kidding. When you're wearing Tommy John underwear, you're that much more comfortable. So you can do everything better. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. I've been a customer of Tommy John's way, way, way before they were a sponsor. Over 100,000 of Tommy John fanatics, in fact, who have 13 years and tens of thousands of five-star reviews, including me, calling them the most comfortable underwear ever. Why? Because they are. Because with dozens of comfort innovations, once you've tried Tommy John underwear, you're never going back. The breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands. Here's the only downside. You're going to wash yours and continually put them at the top of the underwear drawer, never wearing any underwear again, and you will wear them out quick because you're going to love them. With over 13 million pairs sold, men across America love Tommy John underwear. Not sure what to get for the moms in your life this Mother's Day? Tommy John's dreamily soft loungewear is the pampering gift they'll want to put on the second they unwrap it and never take it off. Paula absolutely adores the tees and the leggings. There's no risk because you're covered with Tommy John's best pail you ever wear. It's free, guaranteed. Right now, get 20% off your first order at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. That's 20% off your first order of underwear and loungewear at tommyjohn.com slash Dan. tommyjohn.com slash Dan. See site for details. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. He rushed Limbaugh Bell in honor of the great Rush Limbaugh's back. Folks, just a little clarity on the Bell situation. This is the Kenny Bell. Joe, can you is the, can you cue up the Bell again? Is that okay? Am I going to screw up the yeah, whole show? Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cue go. up the Bell again. This is the Kenny Bell, folks. That's the Bell on my desk. The official show Bell is now known as the Rush Limbaugh Bell in honor of the great Rush Limbaugh. Joe, please, again. There Thank you. you. Sometimes the Rush Limbaugh bell fails because some people are like, Dan, I thought you were going to call the kid. No, no. The official show bell is the Rush Limbaugh bell. This Kenny Bell's the backup bell. I'm sorry. I just got to let everybody know we have new listeners. All right. Let's get right to it. You remember Baghdad, Bob? This guy was just fascinating. As the United States was destroying and decimating the hapless Iraqi army over in Iraq in Gulf War One, they had a propaganda minister, uh, non-affectionately known as Baghdad Bob. And he would come out every day and say all kinds of ridiculous things. We're driving the enemy out of Iraq. It was embarrassingly bad. And it became 
the subject of par- I'm literally parodies on like late night talk shows and things like that because it was so stupid and ridiculous, okay? Here's a quick video of Baghdad Bob telling the media, uh, telling the media during a press conference that the enemy, us, the United States, despite the fact that Iraq had been conquered in, in record time, that we were on, they were on the move. They were chasing them out of Iraq everywhere. Check this out. They are not in any place. They are on the move everywhere. They are a snake moving in the desert. We push them. They run away to the back. We pounding them. They disappear in the depth back. When we stopped pounding them, they pushed some of their units towards Saddam International Airport. Folks, <laughs> listen, I know many of you are younger and didn't live through this. I did. Uh, many of my, in my listening audience did. This guy was a clown, a, a total clown. It was embarrassing. He'd been stuck out there in front of the camera by Saddam Hussein to say things that were so absurdly ridiculous um, that, again, it became a parody. Why do I bring this up? Because we now have an army of Baghdad Bob propagandists here in the United States who can't seem to get anything right. You may say, Dan, that's a harsh parallel. Is it really? On a serious note, I know we opened the show with a bit of sarcasm. But on a very serious note, as serious as a heart attack, what's the difference? Baghdad Bob would go out and say things in front of a camera that were obvious, obviously not true. We're driving the United States out of the country. There were no tanks anywhere. There was literally, not figuratively, footage in the background in many cases playing of U.S. tanks taking over uh, portions of Iraq. We didn't take Baghdad until Gulf War II, but taking over portions of Iraq and destroying the Iraqi army. So if he's lying and engaging in regime-like propaganda and the Democrats in the media have an allegiance to Democrats in office and advance their propaganda, knowing these things are lies, then I ask you very seriously, what's the darn difference? What do I mean? Folks, I, I'm sitting here. So, you know, my morning drill, right? Get up, hit the steel, work out a little bit, melt a little bit in the sauna, get my juices flowing. And I'm always trying to think of a theme for the show, right? A theme for the, I got to start walking around the middle of the show. I'm like, I get antsy, right? Sorry, Gabe, I'm messing up your camera angle. And I'm thinking... It's really amazing, the, bad, bad, the Baghdad Bob comparison, when you consider that the media has blown the biggest stories of our time. Listen, everybody screws up a story. Everyone. Conservatives, liberals. At some point, if you are in the content production, media, or opinion space, I promise you, you're going to get a story wrong. I got one. Remember that story? I was it a couple of years ago with the I I had no doubt Christine Blasey Ford was not going to show up at the Kavanaugh hearing. No doubt. There was no way because I was very suspicious of her story. She did. She showed up. I came on here. I was like, I blew it. She, she made it. She showed up. I was stunned. Everybody's going to mess up a story. What's astounding about the left wing propaganda Baghdad Bob media is that the biggest stories of our time, they almost always screw it up. Every time their success record of failure is 100%, one with two zeros. Here's another one. Sad story. 
take off the sarcasm hat, put on the serious hat because it requires it. <sighs> Folks, we had the death of a, you know, I was a police officer myself at one point. So I, I love and respect the brothers and sisters in blue. There's a very tragic story about a Capitol Hill police officer by the name of Brian Sicknick, who had died after the incident January 6th at the Capitol. And what's fascinating about it is we had media people swearing to us that Officer Sicknick was murdered at the hands of rage-filled Trump supporters by being bashed to death with a fire extinguisher. And I had heard that story and had heard it from so many different sources that I said to myself, they better find those people immediately who did that. But then I thought to myself, you better take a time out. You better take a time out before you buy this story because it's being promoted by the Baghdad Bob media. And there's a distinct possibility it might not be true. Well, Tucker played a clip last night on his show, Tucker Carlson. Here's a little mini 30-second cut of media folks, supposedly credible media folks, in actuality, Baghdad Bob misinformation specialists and disinformation specialists, basically swearing to us on their channels that, yes, Officer Sicknick at the Capitol up on January 6th was bashed to death with a fire extinguisher. Check it out. You can watch it yourself. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the hours-long attack. They beat a Capitol Police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. He died at the age of 42 after he was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. Hmm. Horrible story. Bludgeoned to death with a fire extinguisher. I think any sane, rational American would say, we better get to the bottom of that and get those perpetrators locked up quick. I mean, the New York Times wrote a whole story on this. You can see the headline right here. Capitol Police officer dies from injuries in a pro-Trump rampage. Look at this. They even had a subtitle. The death of the officer appeared likely to lead to calls for profound changes to the Capitol Police, a centuries-old force. Sicknick died from injuries in a, in a rampage, being bashed to death with a fire extinguisher? What's the problem with the story, folks? The problem with the story is not only that it's not true, uh, the problem with the story is there was never any evidence at all that any of that ever happened. Yes, Officer Sicknick tragically was taken from us way too early. But folks, I need you to understand it never, ever had anything to do with being bashed to death with a fire extinguisher. So why would the media report a story like that? Well, folks, the media doesn't think in facts anymore. The media thinks in narratives. Folks, human beings are natural consumers of storylines. We are information processing organisms. We are not dogs. We are not cats. We have the ability to say, I think, therefore I am. We think in narratives. We put things together in stories to make the world make sense. There's a light here. There's a light there. There's a phone here, a bell here, and a gavel there. Why are these things on my desk? They're on my desk because the lights are part of the show, that Kenny Bell was a gift, and so was the gavel. We tell ourselves stories. We don't think in segmented pieces of information. We put it together in narratives. The media understands this, and they leverage narratives to attack conservatives. So when they saw that a Capitol Hill police officer had died, a Brian Sicknick, God rest his soul, they needed to squeeze it into a narrative 
that made January 6th, that made their January 6th narrative appear like a murderous rampage. But in order to make it appear like a murderous rampage, what did they need? They needed a murder. So they made one up. Did they not? You doubt me? You think this is hyperbolic? Tell me what I'm saying. Please explain to me, to the liberal nuts. By the way, someone questioned. They said, oh, Dan, you know, you say liberals listen to your show. How do you? Because I get their hate mail and their death threats. That's how. To the liberal nuts listening to the show right now, tell me what I'm saying right now is controversial. Have you ever produced a single piece of information that this murder with a fire extinguisher story was actually true? Anything. Have you produced the fire extinguisher? No. Video of the beating with the fire extinguisher? No. A suspect to use the fire extinguisher to beat Sicknick? No. Any injuries to Sicknick that would indicate he was beaten with a fire extinguisher? No. Any firsthand accounts of Sicknick dying from a, a fire extinguisher? No. Any family accounts of Sicknick dying from a fire extinguisher? No. You There's never been a... You just made it up. Here, look. By the way, I've used left-wing sources, just so you know, instead of conservative sources, just so you understand that this is all made up. And even left-wing media people, now that their narrative has been served, it was a murderous rampage on January 6th. Now that the narrative's out there, now they'll start to correct it because a lie travels around the world before the truth puts its shoes on. Here, ABC News headline, Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes after riot, medical examiner rules, Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. For the liberals listening, that's today. Can you get anything right? Ever? Is everything always to you about the narrative? Always? All the time? Are you ever, your one job is to get the facts right. Did you ever have any facts to back this story up? Or was it always going to be Baghdad Bob-like propaganda for you? Now, I know the response to some liberals who listen to my show and some media people out there. I know the response. The response is going to be this. Well, how were we to know? There was a rumor out there that uh, he was killed with a fire extinguisher. There are rumors about a lot of things. You know, uh, there were there were rumors I was born on Mars, I'm sure, spread amongst the liberal media too. You might want to produce some evidence of a birth certificate before you put that out there. If you're a liberal, probably not. But there were truth tellers out there too. If you were a liberal media hack and looking to advance your narrative, the facts were out there. Here's a piece by Julie Kelly at American Greatness. I want you to notice the date on this piece. The Times super spreader lie about Officer Sicknick. February 12th. Again, for the liberals, it's now April. Julie Kelly had called this lie out months ago, months ago. All you had to do was do some homework, but it was more important for you to spread a narrative because you know human beings think in storylines. They fit discrete sets of facts into stories so the world makes sense. You knew you could create a story if you could fabricate a, air quotes, fact that didn't exist that would add to your story, your story being it was a murderous rampage. Unfortunately, folks, that's not the only one. Again, we're not talking about minor stories. We're not talking about the times, you know, screwing up Nikki Haley bought drapes for the State Department. Yes, 
That was a stupid story that was roundly debunked and discredited. The drapes were bought by Hillary Clinton's State Department instead. Remember that? All right, whatever. Those are little minor things. We're talking about screwing up major, major stories here, folks. Murderous rampage at the Capitol. We need to find a murder. What about this one? Remember the COVID lab leak theory where sane people said, okay, um, so there's a lab in Wuhan, China that experiments with viruses and gain of function, making viruses more lethal. The virus, the coronavirus, emanated from Wuhan, China. We know that. And the Chinese government has a history of deception. Maybe we should look into the fact that the COVID virus may have leaked from the lab. Fair question, right? But we're not allowed to ask questions in our new Baghdad Bob media environment if the question conflicts with the narrative of the day. The media says it was a murderous rampage. They say there was a murder. Don't you dare ask questions or you're a conspiracy theorist. You ask a question about a lab in Wuhan that's experiments in virus while a virus escapes from Wuhan, China. You can't ask that question. You're definitely a racist, a xenophobe, and a conspiracy theorist, too. You don't believe me? Here, let me play some video. Here's a a Peter Daszak on 60 Minutes. Apparently, they were sent over there. I covered this guy before and what I believe were some conflicts of interest. But here he is on 60 Minutes. And even 60 Minutes, the hapless 60 Minutes, is like, wait, wait, wait. You asked them about, in China, about the lab leak hypothesis, and you just took their word for it? Even they're incredulous about this. Check this out. During a visit with lab scientists and deemed it extremely unlikely. We met with them. We said, do you audit the lab? And they said, annually? Did you audit it after the outbreak? Yes. Was anything found? No. Do you test your staff? Yes. No. But you're one was- just taking their word for it. Well, what else can we do? There's a limit to what you can do. And we went right up to that limit. We asked them tough questions. They weren't vetted in advance. Uh, and the answers they gave, we found to be um, believable, um, correct, and convincing. But weren't the Chinese engaged in a cover-up? They destroyed evidence. They punished scientists who were trying to give evidence on this very question of the origin. Well, that wasn't our task, to find out if China had covered up the origin issue. No, no, I know. I'm just saying, doesn't that make you wonder? We didn't see any evidence of any um, false reporting or cover-up in the work that we did in China. Folks, it's not just that he... He's claiming it wasn't their task to look into the obvious that there may, may be a connection. It's that he had actually written pieces debunking these, debunking these as conspiracy theories. Here's the same guy in The Guardian. Ignore the conspiracy theories. Scientists know COVID-19 wasn't created in a lab. You just said it wasn't your job to figure that out. You just said that. You just said that. Now, these pieces were separated by time, but this is the same guy. It wasn't my job, our job, to see if it was created in a lab. This is him definitively saying in this Guardian piece. Look, here's ABC, the super spreaders behind the top COVID-19 conspiracy theories. As the coronavirus spread, speculation about its origins was close behind. Here we go, folks. Everything's a conspiracy theory if it goes up against the narrative. And what was the narrative of the day? The narrative of the day is Donald Trump's an idiot. This is not China's fault. It's Trump's. And if you try to blame it on China, we'll accuse you of being a racist. 
I got more coming up. I had to take a quick break here, but I've got more here. Okay, again, how the media has screwed the biggest stories of our time up. The biggest stories of our time. Totally messed up, Baghdad Bob style. Today's show brought to you by Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep, they have a quiz that takes just two minutes to, to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. With Helix Sleep, you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. They have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm mattresses. Mattress is great for cooling you down, like me, if you sleep hot. And even a Helix plus-size mattress for plus-size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz, and I was matched with the best mattress I've ever had, the Midnight Lux mattress. I needed something firm. It helps with my shoulders. I love it. I Listen, you know sleep. Sleep for me is gold. It's more important than gold. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from any of you. Found the Helix mattress of your dreams. If you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz, order the mattress you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. I love my Helix mattress, but don't take my word for it. They were awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. How do you get these amazing mattresses? Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. How do I know this? Because they have a 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights, 100 nights sleep trial risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. You will love it. Helix offers exclusive discounts for military first responders, teachers, and students. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. How do you get it? Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Go today. You're going to love this mattress. All right. They can't get anything right. They can't get anything. And it's not the small stuff. January 6th, COVID. Look at this one. CNN, if you dared suggest that a virology lab in Wuhan that did gain-of-function tests on viruses in a country dominated by the Chinese Communist Party that lies to us all the time, if you dared suggest the virus may have leaked from there, not only you were like a comic book conspiracy theorist. Where'd I get that crazy thing from? CNN, Maggie Fox. Lab leak COVID-19 theories like something out of a comic book, virologist says. CNN felt the need to throw that in there. But whereas I showed you in the prior segment on Officer Sicknick, how Julie Kelly at American Greatness had been calling BS on the story for a long time and hacked Bab Baghdad Bob media lunatics who can't get their job right. Whereas I showed you the information was out there. In February, actually earlier, Julie Kelly was questioning the method uh, by, with, uh, by which Officer Sicknick had died, the way in which he had died, it was out there if you had done even a modicum of homework. Folks, the information out there about COVID-19 and where it may, may have come from, was out there too. You doubt me? Well, we had covered it on our show, but eh, maybe some of you didn't watch our show and just came on recently. What about the Secretary of State? Yeah, Mike Pompeo at the time. Here's Mike Pompeo. Here's CNN coverage of Mike Pompeo. Back in May. May, that's of last year for the liberals listening. May hasn't happened yet of this year. Back in May of last year, is the Secretary of State saying, yeah, we have some good evidence it may have come from a lab. Of course, he was called a conspiracy theorist loon too. Check this out. While Chinese state television branding the U.S. Secretary of State insane and evasive, 
a Chinese Communist Party newspaper, calling him a liar for these comments. I can tell you that there is a significant amount of evidence that this came from that laboratory in Wuhan. There it is. There it is. There it is. But of course, CNN has to open up the segment with the Chinese take on Mike Pompeo first, because we know the Chinese Communist Party is always on the up and up. They're not even there. They're the platinum standard of honesty, dignity and integrity, the Chinese Communist Party, at least according to the left wing lunatic media. So you got to throw the Chinese Communist Party disclaimer in there first before you get to the secretary of state who may have had some information they didn't huh? No. So they knew about Signic. They probably knew about the COVID lab leak theory too. Did nothing. But now that the political penalty for reporting the truth, you know, January 6th, again, they needed a murderous rampage. Once that settled in and the lie traveled around the world, then you can leak the truth out later on because no one will see that. Well, you see the same thing now as the truth is leaking out. Here's NPR. Theory that COVID came from a Chinese lab takes on new life in the wake of WHO report. Doesn't matter now. Their goal is to get Donald Trump out of office, and it worked. They did it. So now, the truth, eh. We can get back to the truth later. Let's stick with the narrative for now. Finally, we don't have to spend too much time on this one, but I always like to revisit this, of course. Of course, we have, again, the platinum standard of BS uh, nonsense narratives. <laughs> Here's the Guardian again, pretty much on the wrong side of everything. Of course, Trump's campaign colluded with Russia, but unfortunately, that's not a crime. Richard Wolf, the Guardian. Then we have the Politico piece, of course, once they accomplish their goal of getting everyone on planet Earth to believe Donald Trump was a Vladimir Putin stooge. Mueller finds no Trump-Russia conspiracy. Darren Samuelson and Josh Gerstein. Doesn't matter. Lie had traveled around the world. There are still dopey, silly liberals who actually believe Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the presidency because they're just stupid people. It's like I said at the end of yesterday's show, and I hope you watch it. Liberals don't know anything. Just look at the polls. They think Donald Trump, or Trump collusion with Russia. He didn't. They think Officer Sicknick was killed with a fire extinguisher. He wasn't. They think young black men are being killed uh, by police at a greater rate than they're killed in traffic accidents. It's not even close. They don't, all of the major issues of our time, liberals don't know anything. They think the rich, the rich don't pay enough in taxes. Meanwhile, the top 20% of taxpayers pay over 80% of the taxes in our country. They don't know anything. Do you understand? They think healthcare is not rationed in uh, in socialist countries and countries with government-run medicine. It is. You just you just don't know any. It's not my fault you don't know anything. You just don't know it. You formed your worldview around a, a a sneaker box full of cow manure. You don't know anything. frustrating having to correct these buffoons all the time all right moving on you know i said yesterday we have to make them live by their own rules our political opponents every one of them take Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals and turn them on the left they've been turning them on us forever one of his big rules which i've hit now multiple times over the past month is make your political opponents live up to their own set of rules. They're going to set a set of rules. 
and you make them live by it. Why? Because it shows that their rules aren't based in principle. They're just based on political advantage. What do I mean? Maxine Waters is a big proponent of defunding the police, right? Here's a gem of a story in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you want to subscribe, it's free. Of course, I'd like you to read this one by uh, Mika Solner, breaking news reporter to the Examiner. Maxine Waters requested police protection for Minnesota trip? Huh? I think it was Katie Pavlich who broke the story. I'm, I'm not sure. So Maxine Waters go out, goes out to Minnesota, is rebuked by the judge in the Chauvin uh, Floyd case going on right now, trial of officer uh, Chauvin. She goes out to stir the pot, starts calling for, quote, confrontation and demands he's convicted of first degree murder, the police officer throwing that, by the way, the jury's not sequestered. So the jury is probably hearing all of this stirs the entire pot as she's calling for defunding the police, probably inciting violence after if, if Chauvin is not convicted. And then she goes out there, she's calling for defunding the police and requests police protection for an area she doesn't want police protection as she's incentivizing and inciting violence that could happen if they don't get the outcome that Maxine Waters said they should demand. Give me my police protection as I call for no police protection and a place I'm going to to make sure they'll need police protection because I'm inciting violence over there. Huh, that sounds fair. If you're a moron, we're going to make them live by their own rules, folks. You want to defund the police? Why does Maxine Waters get police? I thought she wanted them defunded. I thought that's what I heard. I thought that's what I heard. Look at this fraud in Michigan. Another story in my newsletter today. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer blasted for hypocrisy amid reports she recently took a personal trip to Florida. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Now, let me throw a little caveat in here. Governor Whitmer, radical leftist lunatic governor of Michigan, fake phony fraud. She says she went to Florida to visit her ailing father. Okay, I understand. I don't, I'm not an insensitive guy in that respect. Your dad's hurting. You want to visit him? I get it. But that's not what you're telling everyone else, Gretch. A lot of other people have ailing parents too, you know, and we're not supposed to visit them because you told us not to. Remember, remember, remember that? Remember that one? It was your rules, right? Your rules. Social distance, stay away from her, shut everything down. Don't visit anyone. Don't even walk outside without 72 masks on. I feel bad for your father. Honestly, I'm not a stone cold lunatic, but that's not what you told us. As a matter of fact, Gretch, you total fraud. I saw this story at Fox News, which makes it even worse. Not only does Whitmer travel to Florida, despite demanding Michiganders don't travel, stay at home, shut their businesses down, go bankrupt and keep their kids out of school because she doesn't know anything because liberals also don't know the dangers of the coronavirus, as evidenced by polls. Just ask them how dangerous. They get it all wrong. Hospitalization, fatality rates, because they don't know anything. Here's Gretchen Whitmer blaming the exploding coronavirus numbers in her lockdown state, unbelievably, on Florida. Folks, this is not a sick joke. This is real. Story in the show notes today, Fox News. 
Whitmer blames Michigan coronavirus numbers on travelers after the top st- her top staffer vacationed in Florida too. Let's go to the piece inside the piece. You're not going to, be- you- this is not a Babylon B story. This is real. Quote, Michigan and Florida are not next to each other. This is Whitmer. But this is the time of the year that snowbirds come home from Florida where people are going on spring bake. And all of these things can continue to spread. That's why we're imploring people to take this seriously. Mask up and get tested, she said. Ladies and gentlemen, is this for real? Is this for real? I want to like eat the microphone right here. Is this for real? You're, you believe, what? You, what? Oh, this is why you don't know anything. This is infuriating. My blood pressure right now is through the roof. I'm going to have a heart attack on the air. There's going to be an aortic aneurysm any moment now. Why do you believe these idiots? Maxine Waters, defund the police. Can I get police to go to Minneapolis? You just said defund the police, you buffoon. Whitmer, don't you dare travel to Florida. Matter of fact, Florida, all you horrible Floridians are traveling to Michigan, causing a massive outbreak. Where's Gretchen Mitcher? Uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, she's in Florida. She just said not to go to Florida. And if you're a liberal, which means you're a moron in many cases, you're reading this. Dad, you're being harsh on liberals. I don't care. Maybe my show's not for you anymore. I'm done with the bull. I'm sorry. You fill in the room. I'm done with it. I'm not talking and trying to convince liberals anymore. They're morons. Sane Democrats who want a better country, please listen away. I'm not trying to convince these morons anymore. They don't know anything. My great governor of Michigan told us not to travel to Florida. She's in Florida, you moron. I love Maxine Waters. She said defund the police. She asked for a police detail. Are you this stupid all the time? Or do you reserve special degrees of stupid for Tuesday morning? It was a murderous rampage on January 6th. They bludgeoned an officer to death. That actually didn't happen. Do you read? You're a racist suggesting COVID leaked from a lab. Really? Because there's actual evidence that may have happened. Oh, you're a xenophobe. You just don't like communists. Are you of this earth? Seriously. Trump colluded with Russia. You just made that up. Black men are shot by police. More of them shot by police than in car accidents. It's not even close. You have a 40% chance of dying from coronavirus. You're not even in the ballpark. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. And it's the Baghdad Bobs of the world that let this crap continue. The Baghdad Bob media that doesn't call these people out, that lets this nonsense continue. It's really incredible. All right, I want to get to a couple things next. Ron DeSantis strikes again some good news. <laughs> Lower my blood pressure 10 points. And the liberal war on language continues. And I'll tell you why they do this. Some of you older listeners know, so you get the cheat. But it's important. The liberals use euphemisms and language games for a reason. It may not be what you think. Today's show brought to you by Bowling Branch. Listen, no one wants to cut corners on what's important. And few things matter more than a good night's rest. I just told you that before. You got to get your Z's, man, especially in this stressful world. If you dream of comfortable sheets at a price that won't keep you up all night, look further than Bowl, B-O-L-L and Branch. The signature hem sheets from Bowl and Branch are a bestseller for a reason. They're buttery soft. 
They use lightweight organic cotton and a classic sateen weave for sheets that get softer over time than like a fine wine. Like I told you, the only downside is you're not going to want to sleep on any other bed after you use your bowl and branch sheets. Not kidding. They're not too hot, not too cold. They are the perfect year-round sheets for most sleepers. Bowl and branch focuses on quality over quantity. There's no inflated thread counts here because more isn't always better. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in seven beautiful colors in all sizes, from twin up to California king. Made to a high standard, 100% organic cotton, ethical production, and thoughtful attention to every single detail. There's nothing worse than fitted sheets that don't fit, right? Bowling Branch offers 17-inch deep-fitted sheets and labeled sides to help you make your bed beautifully every single time and make it easy because the little things make a big difference, right? Best of all, Bowling Branch gives you a fair price plus a 30-day risk-free trial with free shipping and returns. Experience the best sheets you've ever felt at bowlandbranch.com. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. That's bowlandbranch.com. Bowl, B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code Bongino. Sleep on these buttery soft sheets. My faves. Love them. Makes everything else feel like cardboard. It's the only downside. All right. Folks, the liberal war on language continues. Why do the liberals play the euphemisms game? We're not going to call it spying on the Trump team. We're going to call it unauthorized surveillance. We're not going to call them illegal aliens. We're going to call them undocumented foreign visitors to the United States. We're not going to call them detention facilities. We're going to call them lovely summer camps for children. Why do liberals do this? Okay, number one, back to the beginning, because there's always an evergreen thread in the show, because they know the Baghdad Bob media will help them, number one, if they play the euphemisms game, because they'll repeat the euphemisms. But secondly, This is important. This is like Dan Bongino rule number 8.75 or something. Leftists in the media love to change the language in the middle of the match because it keeps you confused and it enables them to label you a xenophobe, racist, misogynist, homophobe, whatever it may be, without you actually doing things that are racist, misogynist, homophobe, transphobe, or anything like that. What do I mean? By changing the rules of language and changing the language in mid-game, language we've used forever, language that's accurate, like the term, for instance, illegal alien, that's actually in the legal language. It's how we describe people in the country illegally. They are not citizens. They are alien. They're not aliens, meaning they're from another planet. That's not what that means. Only if you're a liberal moron in the media do you believe that. They are alien, meaning they're not citizens of the country and they're here illegally. That's why we use the term illegal alien. But in order to mid-match paint you as a xenophobe, although there's no evidence that's true at all, that the people in my audience dislike people from foreign countries, there's no evidence of that at all. Just like there's no evidence of anything else I told you in this story. The sick Nick fire extinguisher story, with the Trump collusion story. They need to make sure you're painted as a xenophobe. So they make sure to tar the language mid-game and say, if you use the term illegal alien in the middle of the match, you're definitely a xenophobe. Here, Anna Giratelli, Washington Examiner. Biden bans the use of the term illegal alien by federal immigration agencies. That's the actual legal term, folks. You think I'm messing with you? From the Washington Examiner piece. Keep in mind, this is only a tactic to label you a racist and a xenophobe. That's it. Because they want to catch you using this term that's a legal term and an appropriate term, and they want to be able to call you a racist. 
So the only way to do it is to say mid-game, yeah, yeah, that term's no good anymore. Well, why isn't it? Because we said so, that's why. Quote, officials atop the Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, Border Protection in both agencies, the Department of Homeland Security, CBP and ICE, announced in memos on Monday that personnel should start using, quote, non-citizen or migrant for alien, undocumented for illegal, and integration for assimilation. The Washington Examiner confirmed Monday afternoon. Here we go, folks. The language game again. I told you this happens all the time. They play the euphemisms and language game. So midstream, they have ammunition liberals to tell their other liberal friends who live in a stupidity bubble because they don't know anything. It's a fact they don't know anything. Just listen to them and listen to how they answer polls. They don't know anything. So by not knowing anything, the only way they can win is by telling your liberal friends you're a racist. And this is how they do it. Midway through, they change the terminology we've used forever to catch you using it so they can say, look, he's a racist. All right, let me move on to some better news because I'm, like you, probably getting tired of listening to liberal media BS. But we got to point it out. Make them live by their own rules. I'm becoming a big, big, big fan of the governor of Florida right now, Ron DeSantis. This is a leader who's getting it done right now. And I don't know about you, but I am kind of done. Like my goose is cooked coming to talk or talkers and not doers. I want to see doing, doing stuff. You want to run for president 2024? You want to run in 2028? I don't know what Trump's going to do, although I've got a video at the end. Gave a big hint last night. You better do stuff. The days of conservatives getting behind big talkers and no doers are over. Scrap them. Throw them out in the doghouse. We don't need any more of those. We've got a lot of those Republican big talkers. DeSantis is a doer. Look at this one. Washington Examiner, Jeremy Beeman. Being again my newsletter today. Ron DeSantis signs anti-rioting bill into law. Nice. Nice. So he did a little presser yesterday, and he had one of the great constitutional sheriffs down here in Florida, Grady Judge. I think he's up from Polk County. I live down here. My sheriff's great, too. Snyder, he's terrific. But Grady Judge yesterday was at a presser with uh, Ron DeSantis, and uh, he had a great line. He had to show the media who are confused about what a riot and a peaceful protest is. So Grady Judge, you can watch this on Rumble, but please watch rumble.com slash Bungino. Watch the video of this, please, on my Rumble account. Grady Judge actually brought pictures to help the media determine what a peaceful protest is and what a riot is. Here's Grady Judge at the presser with Governor DeSantis. Peaceful protest, we encourage, and more riot. We can tell the difference. And I'll guarantee you that you'll be able to tell the difference if you come here and riot. If you come here and protest peacefully, we encourage that. (laughs) Folks, if you're not watching that, I'm sorry. You have to watch it. You're making a big mistake. You got to watch it. Rumble.com slash Bungino. He has pictures up on the podium. One of a building burning down with a rioter and one, I think, of people like at Disney walking around. Not a riot. A riot. Not a riot. A riot. Because the media needs help because, again, they're Baghdad bobs and they don't actually know anything. So what was in the anti-riot bill? 
that the great Ron DeSantis signed yesterday in the now fantastic state of Florida, which I love living down here. But again, if you're from a blue state, free country, you do what you want. But I'm begging you personally, please don't move here if you were a liberal from a blue state. Please, please don't. Unlike you, I'm not a communist. I don't want to draft up a law that you can't come here. You would for us because you're crazy liberals. I'm actually a freedom-loving person who believes in your right to do But I'm asking you as a favor, a personal favor, please don't move here. We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want anything to do with you. You voted to destroy your state. You live with it. Please do not come to Florida. You're free to do it, no doubt. That's the thing about freedom. But I'm asking you if so. I, I know yeah, you're like, ah, screw them. I hate them. I don't know many favors. Again, I, can you do me one favor? Just please don't move here if you're a liberal. If you're a conservative in a blue state, come on down, buddy. Come on down. I'll sit at the border of Florida up north and I'll, I'll have coffee on the way in for you. I'm not kidding. That'd be a lot of coffee. From the Washington Examiner piece, by the way, what does the anti-riot bill do? You want a riot? Don't come to Florida. If you're a loser and you're looking to start a riot, do not come to Florida. Thank you. Quote, the bill also creates a minimum sentence for those convicted of assaulting law enforcement officers, and it increases the offense severity of other crimes. If, quote, committed in furtherance of a riot or an aggravated riot, such as obstructing a highway. Excellent. Excellent. Please tell me, liberals, what's controversial about that bill? The short answer is absolutely nothing's controversial about the bill. You're just making stuff up. So what do liberals have to do? Here we go with the euphemisms game. Here, News 4 Jacks. They calling it now. Here's liberal nutbags. Hate Bill 1. Opponents promise to fight against the new anti-riot laws. Hate Bill. So you're not allowed to beat the snot out of police officers in riot. And liberals, yes, are calling it a hate bill. <laughs> People fall for this. People fall for this. People fall for this. All right. I got a la one last sponsor, but please don't go in here. I'll tell you why. Um, there was a piece written about me in the Washington, Pro Washington Post. Yeah, the Washington Post. It was a profile piece. Um, interesting. I, I did agree to be interviewed, which is a rarity for me. Um, but there's, uh, you can read it yourself. I'll put it in my newsletter today. I don't want to go over the whole thing because then it seems like, hey, look at me. And, uh, you know, we don't need that stuff. But there is a really, really funny part of the profile piece that I want to put out there. And uh, I also want to play a video of Trump. And ha I have a suggestion. It was a video last night of Donald Trump in an interview. That's a must-see. Hey, our last sponsor is iTarget. Many state and local governments have used the coronavirus to trample on our constitutional rights, defunding law enforcement while the mob and dangerous criminals roam free. Perfect timing, right, Key, for this spot. You're right after reading around this Santa's bill. That's why we have iTarget. Gives law-abiding citizens a cost-effective way to train in the safety and privacy of your own home so you can safely secure your own family. No more inconvenient trips to the range. No more expensive practice ammunition. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser round into your firearm, and you can start training today. You have to train. This is two things that matter with a firearm. Proficiency and safety. That's it. Proficiency and safety. iTarget Pro comes in all major cal calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Today, you can save 10%, plus get free shipping with the offer code DAN at checkout when you go to iTargetPro.com. This is the absolute smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. I get tons of email about the iTarget Pro system. I'm not kidding. People love it. 
Practice in the safety and security of your own home. Practice your grip, sight alignment, sight picture, all of it. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use offer code Dan. Check it out today. You will not regret it. Send us an email on it. I know you're going to love it. All right, just quick before I get to Trump. So Washington Post ran a profile piece on me. Again, it'll be in the newsletter today if you're interested in reading it. Um, but <laughs> without going through the whole thing, because I don't want to waste your time. There are two parts I thought you might find interesting, which I, I actually, in a, in a moment of a uh, <laughs> little comedy break for the show here. <laughs> These parts are the best. So the piece by, is by um, uh, Manuel Roeg Franzia. The Washington Post. Uh, Dan Bongino isn't just taking over where Rush Limbaugh left off. He's building a conservative media universe. That's the headline of the piece. Down towards the end of the piece, you have this, this is Jeb. <laughs> Every media, mainstream media basher needs a bet noir. And though he has many targets, Bongino has found a favorite in Brian Stelter, the, <laughs> the host of Reliable Sources. <laughs> Me and my wife both agreed this is the best part. This is the funniest of these. In 2019, Bongino went off on Stelter, who he calls Mr. Potato Head, for not criticizing CNN for hiring Andrew McCabe, uh, the former acting FBI director. Blah, 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 blah. All right, so we got the Mr. Potato Head thing. But you may say, all right, Dan, we've heard you call a Stelter Mr. Potato. What's so funny about that? Here's the, here is part. <laughs> this is funny. Couple paragraphs down, it says, I don't know who did this. I did not tell anyone to do this. Quote, a while back, someone sent Stelter a Mr. Potato Head toy. <laughs> and he sometimes uses it in the background of his live shots as a wink to the audience. I guess his kids like playing. Good, Brian. I'm glad your kids like playing with the potato. I did not tell anyone to send Stelter a Mr. Potato Head. I swear. If I did send me the clip, I did not tell anyone to send him a potato head. But that is hilarious that someone did that. Someone sent him a Mr. Potato Head. Listen, I get all kinds of stuff in the mail. But uh, I did not tell them to do that. <laughs> someone sent him a Mr. Potato Head. Come on, that's a, I know it's a good piece though. Read it, check it out. It's worth your time. You know, they they got to take a couple shots in the beginning. That's just the way media works. But overall, I didn't think it was that terrible. All right, more important. This is how we're going to wrap up the show today because it's critical. We have to wrap up a little early. You had some major edits, major league edits on the show today. If we ever do a live stream, you would have seen them. I screwed up the beginning totally, and I had to redo it. I'm a perfectionist. All right, so Donald Trump gave his first on-camera interview to Sean Hannity last night on the show. Some of you may have caught it. There were a lot of juicy parts of it, but again, here's what I found the most interesting because what I find most interesting right now is what is Donald Trump going to do in 2024? Maybe me, I don't know, Guy agreed that that was his favorite part of the interview too. Here's Trump last night. Sean Hannity asks him, what are you going to do in 2024? Check this out. Are you running again in 2024? What, what, what are the odds? If I were to First ask... First of all, it's a long time. The odds, the odds. What are the odds? Look. <laughs> the odds. I got tremendous yeah. numbers. Nobody's ever gotten the numbers I got. No sitting president's come even close. There's more popularity now than there was the day before the election because they see how bad things are at the border. They see what's going on. They see that their guns are going to be gone. Their Second Amendment, their taxes are going up. Regulations are going through the roof. Jobs are going to go out. What do you see? You know, this is going to take a little while to show. But if they add all these regulations back, the jobs are going to be gone. 
your energy independence is going to be gone. So I, I say this. I, I am looking at it very seriously, beyond seriously. Sorry, you caught me texting in the middle of the show. We can't edit that because there can't be any more edits. I'm sorry. There's like 20 edits to today. She's poor guys driving Joe and Gee crazy today. But it's my fault. It's my fault. You, you did, right? Did you see me texting? You didn't see it? I was texting. I, I, a friend of mine is texting me about the Washington Post piece. Here's what I think Trump should do in 2024. Obviously, I think he should run. I've said that before multiple times, okay? But how he runs in 2024, how the strategy of it's going to matter. So may I, may I, uh, if, if Mr. Trump is listening, may I propose three quick things that we can wrap the show up there. But important things. One, if he's going to do it, he should announce right after the 2022 elections, midterms that are coming up. They're right around the corner in political terms. Right after the 2022 elections, give it a little time. Let people swear in in January. Maybe wait till mid-February when everything kind of calms down after the 2022 elections, whenever they swear in. I don't even know. Right after that's settled, announce right away. Why waste any time? I Listen, that one race I almost pulled off, they actually cover it in the Washington Post piece, my race for Congress in an overwhelmingly Democrat district. I announced, I think within months of the last election, I don't know, but I ran for almost two years. You may say, well, why do that? Because it gave me two years to knock on doors. And our team knocked on 55,000 doors. I knocked on 7,000 myself and almost pulled off the biggest congressional upset in the country. Why wait? What's the difference? He's, he's, the, he's, you know, he's the king of the media cycle now. Why wait? He should announce right away after the 2022 elections. Do not, do not hold out. Second, I said this before. He should announce his VP right away. Right away. I know, I, listen, I know there are political consultants out there. We need to build the drama, blah, blah, blah. Half of these political consultants have lost more races than they've won. Split your forces right away. Cut the guesswork crap. Get someone right away, like a DeSantis-type figure. Split your forces from day one. Split them from day one. You got two years to take the country back. You got 2022 to 2024 with two ringers running around the country, challenging Biden everywhere. Do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Well, we're going to build drama around the VP. There's no drama. There's no drama. The only drama is are we going to save the country or not? Why would you split, you know, not split your forces if you had them? And lastly, Trump's a businessman and a good one. Businessmen love contracts. Contract with America was a big deal. Citizens love contracts, especially contracts with business people. He should put out a new contract with America. You can call it something different if you don't want to step on Newt Gingrich's contract with America. That's fine. But people love the contract with America. Help Newt Gingrich win back the house. He should put his own contract out there. 10, 15, I'd say maximum 20 things he pledges to fight for when he gets it. Put it out there, circulate it from day one. Carry a paper contract, a paper, uh, the paper version in your pocket all the time. Show that contract everywhere. Here's what I pledge to do. Make Biden look like a total buffoon. Do it. Do it now. Well, don't do it now. Wait till after 2022. 
All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to my Rumble show. Today's show, the video is pretty, I'm quite animated today. I'm sorry, I'm a little hyped up. I've had an interesting morning with the Washington Post piece and everything. Rumble.com slash Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino if you want to watch the show. And please reach out to your local radio stations. We'll have an announcement of the uh, many, many, many radio stations. Thankfully, we will be on launching on May 24th for my new terrestrial radio show. It's going to be live from 12 noon to 3 p. Every single day, don't worry, it's not going to affect the podcast, but please reach out to your local stations and ask if they're going to carry the Dan Bongino show. We would really sincerely appreciate it. Thanks a lot, folks. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.